Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science can coexist peacefully. This was their finest. Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. Now, guys, for we few, we happy few, people who listen to this pod. Yep. We band of, of brothers and, and sisters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys know we've been gone for a while. Yeah, this is a triumphant return. Yeah, triumphant, good way to put it, because for our triumphant return, we're talking about the tridemic. Yeah, ooh, that's beautiful. Yeah, as you guys well know, we're a medical pod, and I, <laughs> I like to think a lot of our fame and success is built on our cutting coverage of the pandemic. Man, I don't know if that's accurate, but we <laughs> have been covering it. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Um, and as you know, you guys well know, because everyone's wearing masks in America, <laughs> <laughs> not only does COVID, of course, still exist, but perhaps more topically, we've got a couple other flus running around. This episode, we're going to dedicate to the kind of unique health and infrastructure challenges of the tridemic of these three different flu-like crazy babies. Yeah, so this episode, it's going to be about the current ongoing tridemic. I oh. hope you guys are enjoying it. Yeah, Because yeah. it is happening. I'm not sick. And, <laughs> well, not this kind of sick. Yeah, not, sure. not respiratory sick. All right, so let's get into it. Yeah, all right. All right, so guys, the tridemic, it's a name that's so intimidating, it's lost all intimidation, right? It's like there's too many pandemic nicknames now. Yes, that is okay? true. That there's is so true. many of them, I just like fake news, don't even believe it. So what I don't know if you remember yeah. is last year, they were calling the upcoming winter season a potential twindemic. Oh. And at the time, what they were talking about was COVID was still around. And the flu, right? And the flu. Yeah. But... Yeah, but... Now we got World Cup fever. Well, what was interesting yeah. is that actually that did not come to pass. Oh, really? Flu levels were, like, kind of surprisingly low. Nice, nice. Um, and you you they, think that's just because people were still wearing masks on a good enough of a basis? Or, yeah, or, if I remember correctly, last year maybe it was a little bit higher than the year before. But the, the point is that, like, during COVID, we've actually not really had crazy flu seasons. Yeah. And some people were worried about it. They were worried about the potential of having a flu season right. and having COVID at the same time, really swamping hospitals. Right. Well, luckily, that is this year. So oh, okay. congratulations to is us. That, is that happening now? Like yes. hospitals are now swamped? Yes. Okay. Yes, that is currently happening. They're the swamp, if you will, because wow. of left-wing oh ideologies. <laughs> Uh, okay. Across the U.S. and Europe, there are three respiratory viruses that right. are getting a lot of people sick. Okay, sexy. And plenty of people are just getting sick enough to, like, stay at home and, like, not go into work. Right. right. Okay. You're, like, it gets you uncomfortable. Um, even the current strain of COVID, right? Many people are not hospitalized by Omicron. Right. Okay? This is why Xi Jinping, in his wisdom, 
<laughs> yes, has, uh, has done uh, what's called being a Republican in Chinese discourse. Well, yeah. Well, uh, do, we, do you want to talk about China now? You want to talk no, about no, no, China? No. <laughs> I always want to talk about China. <laughs> Let's talk about China later. Okay. Um, so some people are getting sick enough to need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Okay. And some of those people who have been sick enough have then died. Yes. Okay. And so it's tough to say whether there's going to be a big uptick in deaths during this winter season because it's pretty early in it, right? But things aren't looking so hot. So people are getting hospitalized. They're dying. These are bad things. But we've been going through COVID for a while, and so it's not exactly new news. The issue is that in past years, though, because the flu has been kind of lower and because we haven't really had a big uptick in other respiratory viruses, it hasn't been, like, too crazy. We've just been dealing with COVID. But this year, flu is here. Cases are rising. Uh, it hasn't even been into the season very long, but All we've right. had uh, 10,000 deaths from the flu so far. Damn. And we also have this wave of another respiratory virus. Yeah. Normally, respiratory viruses kind of kick off maybe like near the end of December, but mostly January, February. Right, right, It's right. like coming out of the holidays, but right. like into the colder months. January and February are actually typically the They're coldest colder months. than December? Yeah, so we live in California. Oh, so 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 in California, nothing matters. Yeah, exactly. But but it's a chilly fifty-five. In in Chicago, for example, where oh, I lived yeah. for a while, yeah. February Frigid. was typically the coldest month. Well, you know what's? I mean, maybe it is part being having lived in California for so long. But like, I always get tripped up at how November's not like part of winter uh -huh, you yeah, know by yeah. like the the julian calendar right yeah <laughs> you know it's like it's like it is colder now than it was in july yeah. in california and right. therefore should be winter because yeah. we don't have any concept of yeah. it yeah. um anyway but yeah so flu season and respiratory virus season in general typically hits off more in january february yeah this year we started seeing the wave begin about like mid-october right so this wave is starting early, and we don't know if that means that it's going to peak early and come down and then be done by February, yeah, yeah. or if it's going to kind of go up and then hit sort of a plateau and stay yeah. up there for a while. We're not sure. Hey, well, talk a little politics shop with me. Uh -huh. Are these 10,000 dead flu people, are they like... Mostly in Bobert's like district, like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Is this flu one also skewing maybe a little Republican? You know what I mean? Well, so in general, flu and COVID, those two, yeah, out of the three in the tridemic, yeah, those two tend to skew older, yeah, in terms of the people that are hospitalized right. and get sick. What else skews older? I mean, I I I didn't mean to. To stop you, I'm saying conservative politics. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. Uh, that's well, also did, the population. Didn't you tell me that like you thought low key one of the like low key in the closet hush hush kind of narratives about this election cycle is that like a lot of old people died. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even think it's that low key. Yeah, I, I think it's like true. that's like medium key information. <laughs> yeah, it's like on a, medium. Yeah, is yeah. that like a lot of older people died, and especially people who did not get vaccinated. Right, kind um, of a perfect storm. Those two, huh? Yeah, that's, and that's a double pandemic. Yeah, double pandemic. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into <laughs> I'm a, a little double bit. down pandemic. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's great. So. Uh, what's maybe a little complicated that you actually just helpfully got us into yeah. is that COVID and flu hit older people typically, but RSV is the other way around. It usually oh. hits kids and is especially... This is, uh, this is rhinoplasty virus, right? What? <laughs> so, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's an infection of a plastic nose, right? <laughs> RSV is sometimes one of the viruses... It mostly hits that, young Jewish girls in late high school. That cause... <laughs> 
<laughs> that causes the common it's a cold. Beach joke. <laughs> that causes well, we the co- God damn it. <laughs> uh, that, that causes the common cold, but it is not a rhinovirus, which is the main virus that causes the common cold. Oh, okay, it's a different okay, one. Okay. But RSV, yep, it does hit kids, and so that means that like the pediatric ward is like getting uh. kind of filled up. At the same time that you have older people coming in with the flu. I misheard you. I thought it said pediatric war, and I thought it was like probably a Ron DeSantis thing. Like all these pediatricians trying to give the kids vaccines and telling them left ideas like germs, you know? Oh, you thought I said war? Yeah, yeah, yeah. War, duh. Yeah. War, duh. The place that the, the, the little kids go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. So that's scary. So we're talking about multiple demographics getting yes. like shellacked. Yeah, and it means that the hospital has a lot of trouble dealing with that, right? And this is after a couple of years of like burnout, of like losing oh, yeah. nurses and doctors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's been really rough on healthcare workers in general. Yeah. But in past winters where yeah. it was just COVID, right. at the very least, it could enter into an emergency mode and focus like pretty specifically right. on COVID. Now they got three different diseases and two different groups of people coming in. It's a lot of attention splitting. Meanwhile, dialysis clinics keep breaking in billions. On your grandpa's kidneys. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's great. Dialysis is a hoax. I think, that's, I think that's still a California deep cut because I don't think that measure was in other states. So not like, not I don't have a problem in Montana. <laughs> is it? Yeah. So uh, so good, good. So let's take a break. The dialysis clinic in Montana is just a glue factory. You know I mean? Oh my god! Holy shit, dude! All right. <laughs> they don't have like a, a right to life. Oh my right god! To the wow, Jesus. There's some show about Montana. Yeah. It's like. Maybe it's called Big Sky State or something like that. Right. But it keeps advertising on the podcasts I listen to. Really? So it's Big it's like Re- Reba McIntyre in, in, in Big Sky. What is Reba McIntyre? I think she makes country music. Is that our music. neighbor? I, I think she makes country music. So yeah. she, she's like, I'm always walking. And, like, <laughs> and there's a guy who's like, sometimes people come out here to disappear. And sometimes people make them disappear. Oh. It's like, oh my God. Uh, somebody's like, oh. And they're like, that's just the circle of life, honey. <laughs> I'm like, I can't take it anymore. So this show's awesome. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing, dude. Anyway. This is like what Yellowstone wishes it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Taylor Sheridan's always just sitting there cursing me like, ah! In the writer's room, he's just like manically like, why can't we be this? Who's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. So let's take a break. <laughs> and when we come back... Let's talk about the three amigos. Yes, let's talk about who the three are in this tridemic. We've, we've basically named them, but let's go into some details about like what their deal is, okay? Cool. My name is Jimmy Coconuts, Yay! and I'm excited to tell you about my amazing new hybrid fruit, gum corn. Hooray! Imagine the hardness of corn and the pop in your mouth juiciness of a ripe gumquat. And you've got my gum corn. <laughs> Impress your friends with instant classic recipes like fruity de gum corn or gum corkavin. Fill up on natural vitamins like fish oil and moisten your libido. Ooh. You can do it all with my miracle fruit, gum corn. In partnership with Monsanto, Monsanto. I'm excited to offer farmers contracts for my cumcorn seeds. That's right, get your hands on Jimmy's cumcorn seeds. They're drought resistant. So don't wait. Come on down to Jimmy Coconut's Coconut and Cumcorn Emporium to sign up for your own cumcorn contract. Remember, your future starts with a fistful of my seeds. (laughs) 
Hey guys, welcome back. Fact of the day, you guys know Petri Dish, we always do one random fact of the day. <laughs> you know George Cooney sold Casamigos for a billion dollars? Not not recently, like a couple years ago, but... I, I, isn't it like bonkers? That is impressive. He's like finally wealthy. Sometimes All I, of those movies. Sometimes I don't get why things are worth money that's like when people you know like all them all them political types are like poor people are making 20 bucks an hour inflation and you're like i just saw how much ftx was worth all right that's inflated yeah and like like, fuck you guys cooney made a billion bucks on like a booze that's not actually that good it's like not good (laughs) yeah so like what we live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> George Clooney's never even seen a cactus. <laughs> all right. He don't know nothing about the kid. All right. The agave, okay? Um, all, right. all right. So who are the yes. three bros that we're talking about here doing mm. this tridemic shit? We got coronavirus still, right? COVID's definitely still around. Mackie, she got it for the first time. Yeah, I don't know why you're... <laughs> I'm shouting it out. Yeah. Hey. Shout out. Yeah. Mackie. Mackie. Girlfriend got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, that said, the current COVID hospitalizations are... Oh, you are... guys are official? Great, great. That's great. Awesome, man. That's great. That's great. Uh, The current COVID hospitalizations are maybe a third or less of previous winter seasons of COVID. So that is solid. Like, there are fewer hospitalizations this year than last year or the year before. So that's good news. Okay. Uh, I think a good chunk of that is the vaccine, but I think it's also because of Omicron. And I do think that this strain is less likely to hospitalize people. Right. So. That is good news. I mean, still, people are getting hospitalized. Like, don't get me wrong, COVID is still around. But luckily, it's not as bad as it was in the past couple of years so far. Okay? Um, Influenza is another one of the tridemic, right? We all know about the flu. I think it'd be fun for us to do an episode that kind of focuses a little bit on the flu. Because there's some, like, interesting nitty-gritty stuff that we can talk about. Mm. But generally speaking, people know about the flu. It's a little naughty. It can kind of make you very sleepy and tired. It can wipe Mm. you out a little bit. Influenza cases are shooting up. Okay, so they're shooting up real fast. That is a bummer because there is a vaccine for the flu. Right. It'd be great if people got it. Is the... I'm about to sound real dumb. The flu shot's a flu vaccine, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. so isn't it kind of a crapshoot, though, whether the flu shot like actually protects for whatever strain of influenza is big this year? Right, so there's a little bit of informed guesswork Yeah, yeah. Uh, that goes into formulating uh, each season's vaccine, right. right? And in this case, they actually did a really good job. They, oh, like, okay. nailed it. Really? Okay. So right. the, the two circulating strains right now... It's, it's too bad I don't believe in them, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so both strains are influenza A, yeah. and it's the H3N2 and H1N1. Have you gotten it? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Did you not get it? It's not on purpose. God, you are a scrub. Jesus Christ. What? Will you try? I'm a lowfalutin kind of guy. Okay, look. All right? Uh, It's a pun. H3N1 uh, is maybe 80% of cases right now. 20% is H1N1. Yeah. Both of these are in the, what's called the quadrivalent flu vaccine. That's a cool word. Uh, Yeah. Quad, so it's four. It's four different strains mixed in there. That's sexy. So when you go out there... If you're getting the bivalent COVID booster, mm-hmm. you should get the flu vaccine too. Just yeah. pop it in there. I got yeah. them both in the same arm. Really? Very brave. That's cool. Of me. <laughs> we um, we had to schedule two different vaccine shots for our baby. Yeah. Because uh, he got like three shots. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And he's like, wow. <laughs> and they're like, do you want to do the other two now? I was like, I was like, can we do it Monday? Let's <laughs> get out, man. Luckily, did not get flu or COVID in the meantime. So Thank goodness. On that that is good. Or RSV, which is the third one. Yeah. Okay. RSV is the third virus. It's a little different from the other two. We mentioned this already. It's hitting kids very hard. Mm. That is filling up beds in pediatric wards at hospitals. 
But we need to talk about what RSV is, because I think parents probably have come across RSV before, but like RSV is not a name that I think about very often. Yeah, right? me like neither. Flu, I've heard about plenty, right? Yeah, and I've heard about RSVP. <laughs> great. But RSV. That's great. You drop the P, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah, see, this is the kind of quality improv content that you get here at Petri Day. <laughs> it's not improv. It's not like all day. You would think about it? <laughs> I like, you can see my scratch pad. <laughs> it's like cross-top versions. <laughs> All right, all right. Oh, that's great. We got park the car in the flu shop. <laughs> Get the valet. RSV. Wow. This is really good. Um, RSV is the respiratory syncytial virus. Whoa. I don't know if it's syncytial or syncytial or whatever, but uh, that's like my favorite Frank Miller spinoff. Which? That's an Osmosis Jones, but Frank Miller style. It's <laughs> right. like really violent. All the prostitute red blood cells, you know. Yeah. Syncytial. Wow. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, it's named that because it's a virus. Yeah. So that's the V part. It hits your respiratory system and because it makes syncytia. Oh, but cool. what are syncytia? That they yeah. are fused together cells. As if you and your buddies were all smushed together and then your skin fused together. Okay, this actually is a good Sin City spinoff. Yeah. Wow, this works. That's like a really gross monster that you paint in yellow. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. And... RSV makes your cells do this in your body, and it does that by having a protein on its surface called protein F. Mm. Okay. RSV has a lipid membrane on the outside, just like our cells do, okay, and like some other viruses do. Cool. Um, but in order to get its good, tasty virus juices inside of our cells to mm. infect our cells, like it needs that. to fuse the membrane to our membrane. Like, the two membranes need to kind of, like, fuse together. All right. It's like two bubbles, two soap bubbles. They need to, like, come and touch together and then become one bigger bubble. You need a trigger warning before one you say that. One bigger bubble. Okay. Ooh. Protein F helps with that. It sticks in the viral membrane, and then something causes it to rapidly change shape and shove into the host cell membrane. Yeah. And then it basically collapses on itself and pulls the two membranes together and fuses those membranes together. Boom. Having this protein F around doesn't just fuse the virus membrane to the cell membrane, it can fuse the membrane between two cells. So, because once the cell is infected, infected cells start producing all of the viral proteins. Jeez, all And right. some of those viral proteins end up on the cell surface, mm. and then the cell starts fusing with its neighbor. Huh. And that's actually one way that RSV can infect other cells is because the fused cells all share a cytoplasm. Wow. And the RSV just kind of floats on over and infects it. And if we don't stop it, you become one big RSV. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, it, it can actually... You become an amoeba. It can actually remodel the shape of your airways a little bit inside of your lungs. Wow, that's cool. And it causes some inflammation, which can cause a lot of the symptoms that sure, you have. Sure, 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 Which is, in adults, very similar to a common cold. Right. Okay, so you basically get a cold from this. But in kids... Yeah, in kids... Yeah. Sometimes it's a cold, yeah. but sometimes it can get worse. Uh, they can develop something called bronchiolitis, which is the bronchioles are sort of the lower part of the lungs. They're like the, the smaller airways. Yeah. And those can basically become inflamed. That's the itis part. Okay. And when that happens, they can have difficulty breathing. They can end up coughing a lot. They right. They have labored breathing and maybe chest pain. It's just babies okay. can't well, say Well, so far, pain. that's all character building. Does it get worse than that? Well, they can also develop pneumonia. Okay. And they can also die. So, uh, so like, all right. there are babies that pass away from RSV. It is a bummer. It is maybe 60,000 deaths yeah. per year. RSV, just by the way, is very infectious. Yeah. It can uh, spread by droplets through yeah. coughs and sneezes. That's, like, the main way that it's going right. to go. Uh, it can, you know, you can breathe those in. 
You can shove them up your nose. It can land on your eyeballs and you can get infected through your eyes. That's cool. So that's not fun. How many cases of mono are actually eyeball RSV? <laughs> Wait, not mono. What? Pink eye. <laughs> Pink eye. I've never had mono because I was never kissed. Oh, uh, I so, see. But so you have had like. your eyeballs farted on, and yeah, so you yeah, have yeah, had yeah, pink yeah. eye. So the droplets can land directly on the person, or they can be on the person's hands, mm. right? And so RSV can survive on the hands for about like half an hour or That's so. That's cool. All right. And then it can also survive on other surfaces, like the edge of a crib mm. or like a dinner table for like a couple hours. Okay, okay. So RSV can stick around. Typically when one person gets sick... 25 other people are going to get sick from that person. All right. Pretty infectious. When babies get sick, their little baby lungs and the other, like the smooth muscles in their throat and stuff like that aren't really as strong as adults. So they probably don't clear as much mucus and crap out of their airways as adults do. Mm, all right. And that's probably part of the reason why kids are more likely to develop bronchiolitis, maybe pneumonia. And then there's this bigger issue to handle and that, that can cause hospitalization. How, how likely are we talking here? Uh, oh, to develop worse symptoms? Or, like, how many babies a year get uh, RSV? Yeah, so, so let's put it this way. Uh, almost 100% of babies under the age of two get RSV at least one time. Oh, okay. So okay. this is, like, almost everybody in the world has had RSV right. at least once before okay. they turn two years old. So, so, the, so the big problem is is always about timing here. We're talking about a period where hospitals are flooded. Yeah. And so it's dangerous for a child to get that now. Uh, I mean, there's always a kind of an intrinsic danger, but they're probably going to get it. If they get it now, then it's hard to know if you're going to get the medical care you need. Yeah, and there's there's always a percentage kind of coin flippy sort of element to this in the right. sense that, like, most people experience RSV as a common cold. Right. So, like, that is very, very true. So I, I don't want to, like, fear monger about it. Right. It's just out of all humans, the ones who are hit the least are, like... People age maybe like 5 to 65. Uh, We're all pretty chill with RSV. Yeah. Over the age of 65, you get more likely to develop pneumonia. Sure. And under the age of 5, you get more likely to develop uh, bronchiolitis or pneumonia. And you can just kind of generally have a hard time describing how you're feeling. Right. So like sometimes things can get away from you a little bit, right? It's, It's harder to get in there quickly to help. So let's take a break. Yeah. And when we come back, let's talk about what we currently can do to treat RSV. Okay. Yeah. The following is an actual advertisement. Hey guys, Stacy Sung here. My mother-in-law, Natalie Song Allen, has just written a book called Jack and Tito. It's a children's book and it's available on Amazon. Centered around two friends, Jack the Snail and Tito the Seagull, This is a joyous and ultimately poignant story that will resonate with any child or adult who has experienced love and loss. It's a wonderful book with wonderful illustrations by artist K.P. Singh, and I hope you check it out. Jack and Tito, a story of friendship, sacrifice, and a life well lived, available now on Amazon. All right. Look. So RSV. Yep. What do we do about it? Yep. We have treatments for COVID. Yep. So that's why we we don't wear masks anymore and like don't <laughs> care, right? Well, so if, if you guys recall, there is a treatment you can get for early COVID, like right. if you just barely got started, 
and you're kind of a high-risk population, then they'll give you a treatment that's going to help you maybe have fewer symptoms, right. maybe make it so that it's a little bit shorter. We also have solid COVID vaccines, which I still advocate that everyone gets. Right. We also have a treatment for influenza, Tamiflu, right. very similar to the COVID treatment right. in that it helps early, but then doesn't really help you if you like right. waited. We also have Theraflu. Sure. Yes. <laughs> so we yes. have two treatments. Great. Yeah. Those sound. And a good vaccine. Unfortunately. Yes. 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 Influenza has a solid vaccine as well. Everyone should get it. So this season's is great. Theraflu. <laughs> and the vaccine. Tamiflu and nothing else. Just don't say any other words. And then vaccine. Unlike those two members of the trifecta, RSV does not have a vaccine. Right. It does have an antibody treatment. This treatment has to be given intravenous injections several times. Right. So we really only do this if it's like bad. Yes, but also, yeah. it does not really help that much if you are badly sick with RSV. So this is really like a placebo thing for the parent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a prophylactic treatment. Oh. So what that means is that if you oh. have a if you have a baby and that baby's maybe immunocompromised right. or has weak lungs or something. I don't like talking reason. about prophylactics in babies. I'm not that kind of person. But how else what do you... What is a prophylactic, by the way? Because I used to think they're like condoms. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. that really? Yes. What so, is the definition of a prophylactic? It's something you do ahead of time to prevent something. Ah, okay. So like... So like... Like a condom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like the Maginot line. So, so, so condoms are an item within a category called prophylactics. Okay. When you're talking about, you know, trying to prevent pregnancy. Right, right, right. But then also, there are a lot of prophylactic treatments and yeah. things that are given to prevent you from getting sick. Like, yeah. for example, there are prophylactic treatments for HIV, right? And then there's also vaccines. Yeah. Vaccines which, are typically prophylactic. Which state Supreme Court do you think is first going to rule that uh, condoms are illegal and there's no constitutional right to them? You think Ohio? You think Indiana? Ooh, boy. Oklahoma? Ooh, boy. Uh, hold on. So... Was Indiana the state that the girl had to go to to get an abortion from Wisconsin? Or was it... I thought it had to be the other way around, right? Was it the other way around? I think so. Okay. So I, then whichever one of those is the naughty one is the one that I vote for in this. There we go. Okay. okay. Nailed it. Okay. So prophylactic, in this case meaning vaccine, or this antibody treatment. So what that means is that if you have a kid, uh, like a baby, if they get RSV, they are very likely to become very sick. Okay. So like... They have weak lungs or something like that. They're like a preemie baby. There's ways that you can basically give them these antibody treatments before they ever get RSV. Oh, interesting. And then if they do get RSV, the antibody treatment will have helped them have less severe symptoms. Okay, okay. But it's a huge pain in the ass. You have to get multiple IV injections right. to a baby. That fucking sucks, right? But a prematurely born baby... I've seen them. They're like hooked up to eight fucking things anyway, sure, right? Sure, so, yeah. so we're going to find the time right. to give them antibody right. treatment. So, so that's not a very convenient treatment, right? Right. There is another monoclonal antibody that just got approved in Europe last month, and the FDA is looking through the wow. data. If it got approved in Europe, it has to pass FDA standards, right? I mean, like, we it practically should. eat shit-infested horse meat compared to what they serve in Europe. The data looks pretty good to me, so yeah. I, I do think the FDA will pass it. Yeah. Um, look at you looking through data like you're a scientist. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, but look. So we're curing Alzheimer's, right? <laughs> it's an economist article. Wow, about it. there you go. Um, so basically, that monoclonal antibody treatment gives you about five months of protection from one shot. Right. But it's still prophylactic. Neither of these are treatments if your baby already has RSV. Right, okay? right. Um, Bummer. So why don't we have an RSV vaccine? Well... It's like mutates a lot or something? No, no not oh, the we reason. Just, we just didn't do it? Well, 
That's because there was a high-profile case of a vaccine oh. failing in the 60s. Oh. So in the 60s, some people were working on an RSV vaccine, yeah. and they were making what's called an inactivated virus vaccine. Right. That was is, like, fucked some people up, right? I mean, that was can. the great era of polio. Like, the polio vaccine tests, like, killed some people, right? Well, it, it can make you feel really bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so inactivated virus, the idea is you do some kind of chemical treatment, or you can, like use radiation on the virus, and all of that is supposed to make it so that it can't really infect your cells anymore, right? Oh, like, it can't do what it's going to do, but it still has all of its proteins, so your body can create an immune response. It ipsy-daisied, huh? Well, the vaccine itself, when the babies got the shot, yeah. was well-tolerated. Okay. Like, the babies just, like, they got the vaccine, right. they developed antibodies and right. everything. But one lab assistant misunderstood and gave them all chemical treatments. Well, no, see, the bummer yeah. is that... The next cold season, like the next flu season, oh. when they got RSV, a couple of babies died. Oh, wow. Okay. It was, like, not good. Something about their immune response from the whole inactivated virus wow. caused those babies to have probably an overactive immune response oh, that's and pass bad. away. And so several other babies got sick in this cohort, this test. Right. And so basically the scientists were like, okay, well. Well, fuck it. Yeah, this is terrible. Yeah. So we're definitely not going to do that. And then from then from then on, a lot of scientists were like, like we don't think we can make an inactivated virus version of this vaccine. Right. Like it's too dangerous. Right. We can't test this on babies. So it took a while. Right. It took a while to figure out a different way to make the vaccine. This is why we need to conserve the jungles so we can get more chimps. Jesus. So we can <laughs> test on them. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess Biodiversity is so vital for tests. I guess I'm weirdly glad you said chimps. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like I, I, I was, I was trying to like. I was like, I was like, what? Well, the Yamamoto. <laughs> what way is Nathan gonna make this as no. racist as possible? Yamamami. Who are the Amazonians? Stacy, this had good flow. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. It's not about me being racist. I'm not worried about that. It's just I ruined the flow here. Cut, cut, cut as needed. No, no, um, no, no, no. Keep the jungle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Okay, look. Uh, well, I was about to say though. Uh, before you move on. Okay, well we got mRNA tech now though. Can we make like make a cool mRNA kind of thing? So it's actually maybe. I'm going to say better than that, but... Oh, shit. Because the mRNA vaccine, we, like, just had our successful demonstration of, right? Right. But there are other kinds of vaccines that we've had successful demonstrations of in kind of, like, more recent years. Right, right, right. And so what happened was it took decades. It took decades for us to figure this out because the main protein on RSV that your body, when it does create a good immune response, the main protein it targets is protein F, the one that causes this right. fusion shit to right, go on, right? Right, right. So... Speed Racer's other brother. <laughs> the issue, <laughs> the issue is that protein F is like weird and unstable. It's a strange protein, and just so, like Speed Racer's other brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. a weird duck. So and, he's not in the children's show. He's only in the adult version. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you got to censor shit, that shit. Slapping people, make yeah. me a macchiato. <laughs> you know? So protein F. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's hard to analyze and stabilize, and so it was really difficult to basically create a bunch of protein F. For yeah. the vaccine injections. You know Protein F's uh, catchphrase is? What? In in Sincidia. What? <laughs> Fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he ever says. <laughs> he just takes out his and says, Fuck. It's like that scene in The Wire where they just say fuck over and over again. That's beautiful. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Somebody call Frank Miller. Get that man over Don't here. call Frank Miller. He talks <laughs> for hours. <laughs> Tell you about how great the Spartans were. So, protein F, really tough to isolate. Really tough to get a lot of. 
Right. Um, and typically when you do make it for what's called maybe a subunit vaccine. Yeah. Typically when you make a lot of it, it actually ends up being in a form that's slightly different. Yeah. And that makes it so that you can't really make good antibodies against it. Yeah. So we had all this trouble. Finally, in 2013, a research group figured out a way to stabilize protein F in the correct conformation. So now we could make vaccines using that protein F. All right. And... Those vaccines have been fairly successful so far. There we go. So they've been in phase three clinical trials. They've finished their phase three clinical trials. Roll these babies out. And yeah, they are basically now going to the FDA and everything like that with their results. So one of them from Pfizer, some of the folks that brought you one of the COVID vaccines. Nice. When they administered the RSV vaccine to pregnant women, they found that it had an efficacy of 81.8% against severe RSV in infants. 90 days after birth. Okay, very And cool. so that 90-day window is a really important one because that's when infants are really kind of relying on their mother's immune systems and the antibodies that they get from their mothers. Right. right? So pretty good efficacy. They also found that it prevented severe disease with an efficacy of 85.7% in adults over the age of 60. That's cool. Also good. So all them old folks right. that could develop pneumonia from RSV, we can prevent some of that. Wow. And then GSK, another company, uh, GlaxoSmithKline, has a vaccine. Oh, yeah, sure. And they also have reported some pretty good results as well. We in talked the same about sort of them in some episode in the last three years. Yes. 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 One of the things was they had a COVID vaccine that really did not pan out. Oh, uh, really? Uh, yeah. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> but this one's pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, and their efficacy was something in like the 90% kind of area. So also very good. So All hopefully right. we will have solid vaccines for RSV soon. Right. It's just not currently here. Okay, so. so Tridemic. You know, just like with different Marvel movies. Uh huh, yeah. The goal is never to have your isolated Marvel movies. Right? It's to make like a big claptrap movie with all the it's heroes. A cinematic universe, and you yeah. gotta bring them together. Let's bring together this tridemic. Yeah, so. Hybrid. Hybrid. That's the fun thing we're gonna talk about here. Hybrid. So, dude. This, is, this is a little tangential, uh, but I wanted to end it on this because it's a very interesting science y type thing. The way that viruses work is they infect a cell, they force the cell to make virus proteins. Those virus proteins self-assemble into new virions, new virus particles. Right. Right. So what happens when two different viruses infect the same cell? Sometimes they compete with each other. Right. Okay. And sometimes one virus, some of the proteins they make or they force the cell to make, some of those proteins can shut down other viruses. Damn. Like viruses will sometimes wage turf wars wow, that's over cool. what cells they infect. Sure. Right? That's like the wire. But sometimes it's more of like a three company kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're just, they're all f We're like strange uh, <laughs> people who initially resent each other actually find unlikely friendships. Right. And right. so sometimes they fight actively. Other times they will mix their virus proteins, but it'll be useless. Right. Okay. It's okay. like you're trying to stitch together. This is like Mulaney. The network comedy that John Mulaney tried to make. Oh, 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 oh. But I, <laughs> hey, he's funny. Yeah, I, he doesn't nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not I've saying you burned him. I'm saying it's a bummer that he failed. Uh, yeah. Um, but in very rare cases, virus proteins are surprisingly compatible and right. are able to form new hybrid virus particles right. that contain proteins from both viruses. Right. And the genetic material from both viruses. Right. So it is very much. This I is mean, like a Frasier. Yeah. 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 And some very preliminary work from this paper that found these, a mix of flu and RSV, Whoa. found that these virions may be less immunogenic. And what that means is your immune system is less able to recognize them. Yeah, they're confused. So your immune system might be successfully figuring out like, oh, we got the flu. Oh, we got RSV. Right. And start targeting those. 
and fail to notice the hybrid Virion. Right. It's like when um when a Republican mom in Orange County has a little Chardonnay come out of her glass and she drunkenly walks to the soccer pitch and there's what she thinks looks like a boy but playing on the girl team and she gets really mad because she's confused about what she's seeing <laughs> and then she sues. Okay. okay. So so our immune system is the <laughs> Republican mom. Nine. Is, okay, great. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's just a case in Connecticut. <laughs> that is a bummer. Yeah, a bunch of Chardonnay moms sued, um, uh, you know, some the school system having like accepting transgender athletes uh-huh. under the notion that it was against Title IX because Title uh-huh. IX like protects specifically female athletes, and uh-huh. they're not they're not real girls as far as this suit is concerned. And my understanding is, I think my understanding is the court dismissed it, being like, "Who's injured? <laughs> like, why do you have standing? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, come yeah. on." <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad we ducked that one. But I think it's going to the Supreme Court or something. It's got to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Amy Coney Barrett wants to say a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got Chardonnay spilling out of that glass. So, look, it is not clear that these hybrid virus particles matter that much in the real world in yeah. terms of your particular illness. Right. Okay? Co-infection definitely happens. Like, 10 to 30% of times... Of gonorrhea, you, <laughs> you also have syphilis. 10, 10 to 30... Well, that's actually kind of true. Yeah. Or yeah. especially especially chlamydia. Chlamydia yeah. creeps in there all the time. Yeah. It's like basically you always have chlamydia. I know things. <laughs> um, Wait, no, I know. I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, uh, maybe maybe like ten to thirty percent of the time that people come down with a respiratory illness, like a flu or a cold yeah, or something, yeah. they actually have a co-infection. So yeah. they, they've had multiple oh. viruses get up in there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so with co-infections between influenza and RSV. It happens often enough for us to know that when they do mix it up, influenza usually wins. Okay, so so when those two it's infect classic. the same cell, influenza usually wins, and RSV levels actually go down a little bit. Right, but there's still enough around that there's a little bit of this hybrid blending of the viruses going on. That's pretty cool. It's just you know our bodies probably end up taking care of it just fine anyway. Right, this is right, just right. something that we have discovered happens. Right, and it's a cool Frankenstein kind of thing. Sure. When you try to imagine like the odds that they piece together properly, it would be like you know, yeah, it's just it's just strange. It's like if you took the pieces that make up a soccer ball and like a football, yeah, and then you manage to mix them together, stitch them together, and like what seems like a random way, and they still form like a yeah. functioning ball. Like it would just be very surprising to be able to pull off. Yeah, or if it's like it's like if you took the most aristocratic, annoying character on your successful sitcom, yeah. gave him an even more neurotic brother, and then set in Seattle, yeah, you don't think it's gonna work, but, but then. Fucking Fraser still watching. It's me. just some next level shit. Still great. Okay. You know? People still laughing about Fraser. Yeah, Fraser's awesome. <laughs> I went flabbergasted. I could change it. It's on my first pandemic show. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, everyone, you know, yeah. I-, I hope you enjoyed our first episode back about Woo! this tridemic that tri-demic. You- you're living in it. Tridemic. You guys have probably only heard this from like one. NPR article that's like, what's the tridemic? And you didn't click on it. Sure. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, I'm going to a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I get it. But hey, it. hey, good, good, good to know, guys. Yeah. All right. And what I would say is wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands. I think there's still a lot of context where it's smart to wear a mask. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm just I'm not masking. a church. I'm masking. Right? Because the Bible's against it. Wow. Um, and try not to cough directly into babies' faces. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're going to cough, like, you know, turn your head. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a customer. I, was, I wear a mask at the bar, right? Yep. And she was like, do you have to? And I was like, no. I mean, like, some of my coworkers don't. Some of us do. The smart ones. But, um, you know, you don't have to. I was like, I just, like, I see, like, a thousand strangers a day in an international terminal. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's... 
not the most ridiculous thing you ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that actually makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this doesn't have to like turn into a debate over the nature of socialism. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it could just be like a very common sense thing that yeah. like maybe it doesn't make much sense for me given what my work is. Yeah. You know? I, I was I was in a bar in Chicago. Yeah. And I was wearing a mask. You know, while I was ordering between the drinks, between guzzling like, yeah. booze, yeah. in between, pound. in between, it was while I was ordering my drinks and everything. Yeah. And this woman that was at the bar next to me was like, "Listen, can I ask you a question?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, drunk lady, let's do this." <laughs> and she was like, "What's going on with this? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. why are you wearing this mask?" Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Well, I just flew in to Chicago, yeah, so yeah. I've been on a plane with who knows how many people, and I've been traveling around, so like." If I'm sick, I don't want to get the rest of you people sick. Yeah. So I'm just wearing this guy for funsies. And then, you know, whatever. When I'm drinking, I'm going to be slipping it off and everything. But it's just like, it's for protection purposes. She's like, all right, that sounds okay to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to have your approval. But yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. She's waiting for the fight. She's like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was fun. Anyway. So, guys, thanks for joining us back. Yep. It's good chatting with you, man. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to keep coming. Back. Keep going. We got to talk about how Fusion is actually 20 years away now, man. Yes. Unless you don't think that the new news is actually that interesting. I mean, maybe it's not. I think either way, that's something to talk about. Right. Like, if, if, if I think yeah. it's not interesting, then it's fun Do to talk about. Do you not think like, it's interesting? Let's, let's, oh let's my wait God. until this episode comes out. Yeah, keep me hard for like the next week yeah. if we don't record. I'm doing this to your nips. It's a disease. That's <laughs> all I call yeah, a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you say goodbye to the people. Yeah, let's just say, guys, thanks for joining us. Talk to you next time. Yeah, bye. Catch you on the flip. Bye. bye.